Welcome to the Alive Lauren Podcast. This is the place of celebrating juicy, soulful living. And usually once a week on a Mondays, we aim to do our best to post an episode that celebrates the action takers, the doers, and the business as a forceful good space. Those who are demonstrating every day in the marketplace that it is possible to have people and planet as part of your DNA and thrive and make a profit and be sustainable. So I said usually, and then we also do sometimes pop on here with some other inspiring musing stories, sharings, always aim at around 10 minutes. A good place to follow is Alive Lauren on Instagram. And you'll notice this is very much a work in progress because a big message of this whole podcast is that imperfect action is better than perfect inaction because for the longest time, I've wanted to kind of figure out how to do the podcast thing and it just got to a point where I just can't wait till I figure out how to edit a sound, how to do a proper intro, how to, how to, how to, how to, how to, and let's just get going. So the 10 minutes was supposed to be that it's doable on my side and I also thought it's a great sort of burst of inspiration and sharing for the listener. So, oh my God, initially when I started, we did one episode, I can't believe it, for a day, for like more than 90 days. I don't know how I did that. And I'm very much focused on celebrating the business as a force for good because another thing, this is a live Lauren, because there is a quote, and I think it's something like Ron Thurman, forgive me if I have this author wrong, but it's something like, don't ask what the world needs, ask what makes you come alive and go and do that because what the world needs is more people who have come alive. Now, there's different things that light all of us up and the challenge of this podcast as well is are you finding some time in your days, your weeks, your moments to connect to your aliveness that doesn't need to make sense to anybody else but it lights you up and for some reason what lights me up is business as a force for good. I just, I don't understand how the world doesn't already function on this because profit and this exclusive focus on profit is just, yeah, it's just not. It was a beautiful Elvis and Cressy post. They do these most amazing luxury bags and goods made from waste, made from the hoses of the fire departments when they've been decommissioned and they would go to waste, made from all the offcuts of leather from the leather trade industry. These people are incredible and they don't measure their success by their profit. It's by the amount of waste they save and the amount of money they give away because they give half 50% of their profits away. It's like amazing initiatives like the one, oh, so it's associated to the fire hoses, so it goes to the fire people, but also with the leather. There are women who are upskilled to learn how to install like solar panels and be solar engineers, where some of them may have like no education. I can't even read or write. It, it's just, oh, takes your breath away. It is beautiful, magnificent, stunning, divine. Oh, and then just with life and because this is like a real, I made this commitment to myself because it lights me up and I want to share it to a wider audience because I believe this is the stuff that it should be making headline news. So this episode is going to be a little bit of a soapbox because, oh my Lord, I cannot believe it, but since I started on this journey and I made a personal commitment to every day, at least post one, I have made it through two Mondays without posting. Oh, oh, oh. I know there's this whole thing of like, you know, what you decide gets done, gets done. It's also there are 24 hours in a day. I do currently have certain other commitments that I need to honor. And 
also with with looking for um, work within a more meaningful doing work that matters because as escape the city.org says life is too short not to do work that matters to you and matters to the world so along that whole vein instead of allocating time for podcasting i was also allocating time to doing some applications and then some tasks linked to that. So it's none of us is excuses. It's just the reality is that there's 24 hours in a day and I sort of had to make a decision on where those hours would be allocated. So I thought I'd better just pop on and say something. But I am going to share something today because the other thing often with coming on here and sharing divine, divine stories, inspiration, sometimes just thoughts that have lit me up and I've been grateful for Something, some a conversation, some inspiration, some reconnection. So I had a beautiful encounter with a student today. I currently tutor some adults English online. And as we greeted one another and I asked my student, so how are you today? And he said, I'm sad. I said, I'm so sorry. I said, what, why? Why are you sad? He said, because we're soon going to be returning to Korea and... I only have a few months, a little bit of time left in America. And to give you some context, so this is a student of mine who is Korean, and he has been studying in America on a two-year program um, linked to his work, and he'll go back to Korea. But the whole package included his family moving out to like California for the two years, and with the nature of his studies – it affords him a little bit more of an experience because he's still absolutely dedicated doing his studies, um, creating his thesis and writing papers and works and whatever is involved in that. But he's also been able to dedicate time to English study. He's part of a community college, him and his wife. He does this online tutoring with me and also on weekends and they've dedicated time to really exploring America. And I also, I think perhaps just he's had more time to maybe like be with his family than maybe when he's back in Korea and his regular like scheme of things. And they all love traveling and they love nature and they've gone and visited national parks and they've just been adventuring and spending time together as a family and I said to him, do you have your dates booked? And he said, yes, it's planes booked for the end of January. So that gives just under three months, November, December, January. And he said, now he's so aware, you know, the end is so near. He's become acutely aware of time and each day. And he's like, because, you know, it's going to come to an end. And he's feeling like he wants to make the most of every day, to make every day the best it can be. And as we were having this conversation and he was sharing with me, I couldn't help but just like, oh my God, never mind your time in America and this whole experience of the time with your family and everything that it symbolizes and incorporates our time here on this planet is limited. And what if more of us could live every day with that? I know some people think that contemplating death is morbid and I think it is one of the most delicious things because when you realize that something is limited, you savor, you savor, think of anything. Think of like if you've got this most beautiful box of really decadent or like handmade chocolates and you start and it's lots. And then as you get to the last few, you really, you take your time with them and you savor them. Or you think if you've traveled overseas and you've come back with some delightful, delectable edible from like somewhere that you don't get in your country and maybe you bought a whole lot and you don't pay so much attention in the beginning. But as it gets to the end, you slow down, you 
Let them last longer. Maybe you have a half at a time. You're really present. You don't do anything else at the same time. You really savor the smell, the taste, the textures. Oh, and what if we bring that to life? And from that point of view, I think contemplating death is the most delicious thing because if we really brought more presence to our moments, exactly what we have, not just the stuff that's good, but the opportunity to experience, to savor, even the getting stuck in traffic, even the disappointments, even the cancellations, even the not being well. There's always, I know whenever I'm not well, however like hectic it is to get through, I always, it just bring, gives me the gift. There's always gift. What if, you know, the gifts of then being more grateful for it, the state of health and wellness. And I just thought this was so beautiful that what if then, never mind just his time in America, but to carry that, to carry that our time here on earth, just because we don't, he's got a date. Just because you don't have a date, it doesn't make it any less precious because none of us are making it out alive. And it really, you know, whether we come back again or whether we don't or whatever, 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 the point is right now, Right here, we have this phenomenal experience where our souls inhabit this vehicle, wow, with the number of amazing moment-to-moment collaborations and intensely advanced activities that are going on on a molecular level, a tissue and organelle level just to make life every moment of our soul's existence in our bodies possible. It is so beyond magical. God, it's like we have got the most elitist model of anything that our soul just got to like land in. It is mind-blowing the extent of which we can see, experience, that we have all these senses and the interaction where flowers grow that have a fragrance that we can actually pick up. Oh, so to contemplate the awe and all of this magical majesty. So in lieu of not having a podcast for two weeks, this is just a celebration and I leave you with this, that may, may we live with more of an awareness of our finiteness in this lifetime, not talking soul-wise or beyond the body, I'm just talking in terms of the physical time-space experience, and may that gift us with a greater awareness to be more present to our moments, our breaths, our days, our experiences, to savor more, to celebrate more, to connect more, to smile more, to savor the juiciness and the good, the bad, and the ugly of it all, because... Ha! It's not going to last. Oh, sending so much, so much deliciousness until we meet again, my fine folks. And I'm weary to make a commitment, but yes, definitely. We cannot go three Mondays in a row, so there definitely will be another episode. Celebrating business as a force for good until we meet again. 